What is going on, everybody? This is Gino Spirito back with episode 22 of the Gino Spirito podcast. I hope you all are having a great Friday, February 19th. Man, oh man, where is February going? You know, it seems that January, at least for me personally, January um, was about four weeks too long, and then February uh, seemed to last about three days. So I guess that balances it out. But, um, you know, still pretty crazy that in four months to the day, your boy will be turning 21. Um, pretty pretty crazy, man. Uh, all my friends are getting old. Um, you know, I, I feel like um, the start at the start of the year, um, I always I, I feel like our, our uh, friend who turns, you know, the next age first, his name's Taurus, has already done that. He turned 21 in January, and it kind of just started the ripple of uh, kind of the rest of my friends and all of us uh, coming to age, coming to legal, uh, coming legal at this point, I guess. Um, it's, uh, it's kind of kind of ridiculous, I'd say, um, just how fast uh, this year's continues to go by. Uh, in terms of my, you know, my birthday year, obviously, from, from June to this February. Um, and man, oh man, I hope I do not have another quarantine birthday. I, I feel bad for uh, these March these March babies. Um, shout out my boy Dallas, who uh, probably is going to have a second quarantine birthday. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, the numbers are looking good at the moment. But it's definitely going to be a long process still with getting back everything back to normal. And... Um, just, you know, returning to full regular life, but it's still looking good. It's still looking positive. And, um, like I said, at the end of the day, as long as we're still happy, alive, feeling blessed, healthy, uh, that's really all that matters. You know, it doesn't matter, um, you know, how tough this, this can get on, on all of us. You know, I feel like as long as we continue to push forward, as long as we continue to, um, remember, what uh is the most important thing in this life um then we're gonna be fine you know we're gonna be solid uh but that doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't be feeling uh the ways you do if that means you're feeling a little down lately you're feeling a little um scared about what's gonna happen in the future if you're feeling um just unsure and uneasy about what the future has to offer um trust me i feel for you i feel like everybody else around you uh knows exactly how you're feeling and once you you know are honest about how you truly feel and you kind of open up that door with the people that are around you you'll be you'll be genuinely surprised with how many people uh truly agree and truly can relate to uh the struggles of uh life at the moment and um, you know, everybody's kind of going through their own thing, but for the most part, it's kind of for the same reasons. Um, you know, for the you know, it, it, we're all we're all still trying to um, get used to it. You know, and it, it's it's tough, but at the same time, things are looking positive. Like I said, and I, I'm just so excited to to get there. Um, but yeah, like I said, I hope y'all are having a uh, fantastic Friday, um, the end of another week, um, like I said, this semester just seems to be flying by, um, I can't believe midterms are, um, already coming up, you know, first couple weeks of March, but 
we'll we'll you know we'll get there and we'll cross that bridge when it needs to be crossed but uh without further ado let's get into this first things first in some padres news fernando tatis jr signs a major extension with the pods totaling to a 14 year 340 million dollar contract fully guaranteed full no trade clause zero dollars deferred obviously this will be making him a free agent at the age of 35 um you know a breakdown of this 340 million dollar deal uh that's about 47 dollars a minute it's about $2,800 an hour, $2 million a month, $16,500 per inning, and about $45K per at-bat. Fernando Tatis Jr. coming in and racking in that money. Of course, he, he just got Gatorade. He got Adidas. I'm pretty sure he got Oakley as well. Um, obviously, the MLB The Show cover. Um but uh, about this extension, I think the thing that people tend to forget sometimes when we talk about Tatis is he just turned 22 about a month ago. And most of these superstars uh, that we see who signed these major extensions are about 27, 28. You know, Mike, Mike Trout signed um, his $426.5 million deal when he was 27. Mookie Betts signed his $365 million deal when he was 27. But, I mean, for Tatis and the Padres to commit um, at uh, such a young age, um, even with no trade clause at the same time, uh, it's truly remarkable. And, um, of course, like I just said, uh, this $340 million extension is the third largest contract ever handed out in MLB history, only behind Mike Trout and Mookie Betts, um, and about $10 million more than Bryce Harper's that we saw a few years back. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Fernando Tatis. What a deal uh, done by the Padres, um, and what an end, or we'll see, to this. I mean, yeah, technically string training did start today, so technically it's not the offseason anymore. Um, if you consider spring training the start of the season. Um, but what an offseason for this Padres team. Uh, traded for Blake Snell, traded for Hugh Darvish, uh, traded for Joe Musgrove, um, extended Fernando Tatis. It, it, you know, uh, we were able to um, acquire the Braves, um, the Braves reliever as well recently in the past few days. Um, you know, just an offseason of major success for these Padres. Um, and there's, there's just no other team that has made the amounts of acquisitions uh, for am the amount of acquisitions, one, that the Padres did, and two, the amount of acquisitions for big name players in this game that we are seeing today. Um, I mean, in the two years since uh, the 10-year, $300 million Manny Machado deal, uh, the Padres have traded for Mike Clevenger, Blake Snell, Hugh Darvish, Joe Musgrove, Jade Cornenworth, Trent Grisham, Austin Nola, uh, Jaredson Profar. Uh, we signed um, Heeswon Kim from the, uh, I, I think he is either from Japan or Korean League. Um, and then we also, you know, and then to top that all off, we, you know, signed Fernando Tatis to this $340 million deal. Uh, the Padres' potential infield now is 
a staggering $868 million. Um, but man, oh man, what a crazy two-year turnaround for the San Diego Padres team. Um, you know, I, I, I just don't see why this isn't a reason why San Diegans, even if you don't follow baseball, even if you don't, um, for some reason, like the Padres, uh, you can't deny how excited and how, you know, just happy Padres fans are because of these, this, these, you know, recent additions in the past few years, um, a team that has continued to struggle year in and year out, never seeming to want to win. Um, but that changing for the better in these past few years, um, putting their money where their mouth is, really cashing in on this infield, um, you know, having eight more years with uh, this with this Tatis and Machado duo, um, you know, having Profar sign that three-year extension, uh, getting pitchers and relievers on uh, some minimum some minimum deals because they want to win. When's the last time you've ever heard a player in the Major League Baseball say that they want to take less money and sign to a team that is going to win and them be referring to the San Diego Padres? I mean, come on, you know, it, it's just it's crazy. Uh, the just the way that this team has been able to take over the league, uh, take over, um, you know, how exciting and fun it can be to watch baseball. Um, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, just the, one of the one of one of the most electrifying baseball players you'll ever come across, you'll ever find, regardless of who you support and which team. Um, it's just pretty remarkable that a lot of this um, talk, of course, Fernando Tatis Jr. was going to get a major extension. He was going to be talked about um, regardless of if this play happened. But I feel like a lot of attention got drawn to the Padres because of that 3-0 home run. And man, oh man, I cannot imagine how this, those Texas Rangers are feeling right now about how the fact that they were just – their saltiness, their ego, um, you know, for an, for a batter to not take a 3-0 pitch and hit a grand slam, even though you threw it right down the middle, right in his face, um, and, in, and then for him to continue to use these the, that, um, that play, um, the whole breaking an unwritten rule in baseball – and all these endorsements and advertisements that you're seeing. Um, and then to top it off, he's using it um, as a catchphrase for his uh, pro promo for MLB The Show. It's not; it's something that is literally baseball related. Uh, the Texas Rangers are down bad because of that. Um, but like I said, what an exciting time to be a Padres fan. Um, the fact that we're able to acquire all of those players that I just mentioned plus have the additional money to go after another big-name star um, next offseason um, and also have the most top 100 prospects in baseball still 
after trading and acquiring all three of those pitchers that I had already mentioned and still having the most top 100 prospects in baseball. It's just a remarkable thing what this Padres organization is doing. Um, it seems like they uh, finally want to fucking win, and San Diego is behind you. Um, I am so, so excited for opening day and to support these Padres. I am so excited to attend games. I'm so excited uh, to just see where the future of Padres baseball takes off because it is just the beginning. It is like just the beginning. There's, you know, we're not in the midst of it. We're not uh, trying to run it back or, you know, hopefully in the next couple of years before this dies down. But no, this is just the beginning. So if you want to jump on now, if you want uh, to root for a team that is going to be electrifying, going to be fun to watch, going to be, you know, the team camaraderie is going to be there and the way that this team competes for not only each other, but the city of San Diego. If you want to jump on this hype train, I best recommend you do it now before it takes off because I promise you it will. But yeah, shout out to Fernando Tatis. Congratulations on a huge extension. The city of San Diego um, congratulates you and is so, so proud to call you our shortstop, to call you our player. Um, and, and we're just so excited to see what this season and many more years will bring. Um, but yeah, in NFL news, uh, obviously, if you have not heard yet, the um, Carson Wentz trade has finally been finalized as the Eagles have agreed to trade their 2016 first-round pick Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts for a 2021 third-round pick and a conditional 2022 second-round pick. Um, of course, this means that the Eagles will now carry $33.8 million in, in dead money cap charge because of Carson Wentz contracts. Uh, that is now going to be the largest dead money charge in NFL history. Um, of course, the previous record was actually um, held for only two weeks as this happened when we saw the Rams trade Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford. And that resulted in $22.2 million in dead money cap. So Carson Wentz's uh, trade being about $16 million more than that Rams. Um, and people thought that was a lot. So, um, you know, this, this uh, of course, this trade has been brewing for a while. Um, it definitely started, uh, of course, with the play of Carson Wentz over the past few years, you know. Um, and then it kind of just got amped up and um, put into another realm once he got benched for Jalen Hurts this year. Um, sounding off multiple times on game days um, even about how he's frustrated with the front office, with Doug Peterson, uh, that he wants to be traded, um, that being a backup is no solution for him. And if he is so, then he does no longer want to be a part of this Philadelphia Eagles organization. Um, you know, this the impact of these 2016 QBs have been ridiculous on both of their teams. Um, and it's crazy that they're no longer going to be playing for them. I feel like it's, it's, I can't believe it's only been five years, five seasons for them. And, uh, both signing major extensions that we 
uh, the sports world saw. And for them to not even be on their teams less than two years after both signing these extensions is just remarkable. Um, you know, and both, of, of course, Jared Goff played in a Super Bowl. He ended up losing that one. And Carson Wentz does have a range. Um, but he, of course, that was the year he got hurt in about in about week 13 um, in his MVP season, which is was probably his best season yet uh, when the Eagles won um, their Super Bowl. So Carson Wentz did end up winning a ring with the Eagles, but he was not the starting quarterback for the game. Um, but yeah, this this trade has definitely been brewing for a while now. Um, you know, Carson Wentz and Dud Peterson uh, were not speaking and have not spoke. Uh, did not speed for about eight to ten weeks uh, leading up to this trade, um, but I feel like this is the best case scenario for Carson Wentz as he is reuniting with Coach Frank Wright, um, who was his offensive coordinator uh, for his best season in 2017, uh, before he was of course played with that injury. Um, he, this was a season that saw him throw for an Eagles franchise record 33 touchdown passes. Um, you know, his PFF passing grade that year was 86.4, which was fourth in the lead, um, in comparison to this past year in 2020, where it was 60, which was 30th in the lead. Um, his yards per attempt in 2017 was, uh, 7.5, which was good for 13th in the lead, um, compared to 2020, which was only six, which is tied for 34th. Um, so you can obviously, um, see... The not I don't want to necessarily give all the credits to Frank Wright and him making Carson Wentz an amazing quarterback, but you can obviously see the differences between these uh, Carson Wentz's best season and uh, this last season that he's had with the Eagles and the drastic differences that two um, are put uh, to when they put them together. The drastic differences that we see, um, but I feel like. Um, you know, the Colts have the possibility to win this trade and some. If Carson Wentz can get back to his ability um, that he had in that 2017 season when he was the front runner for MVP, you know, he's now surrounded by one of the best offensive lines in the league, um, a young dominance uh, back, backfield with Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. Um, you have a defense that plays fast, plays smart, um, never really allows a lot of deep balls, stupid mistake plays. Um, you know, we saw how successful Phillip Rivers was able to have in his first season with the Colts, or how successful he was um, able to be with these, this Colts team. And I, I really just don't. Unless Carson Wentz stinks the bed up so awfully, I just don't see how the Colts um, are the favorite to win this um, trade. I understand Carson Wentz, you know, has not played his best football these past few years, plaguing uh, the year. I mean, after, like following the years um, of his injuries, um, of course, all the rumors of if him or Nick Foles should be the Eagles quarterback moving forward. And of course they ended up going with him and that not really seeming to be the best fits. Um, and I, I understand all of that, but at the same time, the Colts didn't have to give too much up for this man. Of course, a second rounder this year, 
I mean, a third rounder this year, or yeah, yeah, second rounder this year and a conditional next year, um, is truthfully nothing. You know, I I really feel like if we're talking about Carson Wentz in 2017, 2018, this man is worth multiple first round pits. He's worth one of your best players on your team. But of course, following multiple bad seasons, yeah, your trade out value is going to go down drastically if you start to perform at the level Carson Wentz has. But you have to also take into the fact the Eagles have not had a lot of weapons, have had one of the most have been one of the teams with the most dropped passes in the past few seasons. So giving Carson Wentz no help on top of their O-line issues, um I feel like the, the I just I I feel like this is the perfect situation for Carson Wentz. Like I said, he now has an offensive line. He now has weapons. He now has a coach who, you know, was a lot he that is playing in a system that uh, plays in a system that allowed him to have his best season of his career. Um, so we'll see. You know, I I really feel like this was a great move on move on the Colts part. Um, and at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, they always have Jacoby Brissett. So, um, I think this is a great, great trade, um, great scenario. Um, you know, I feel like the few trades that we've seen so far, um, have benefited, uh, the team that was, um, try, I don't necessarily know about the Detroit lions if they really got benefited, but we see the Rams and how, Matthew Stafford is such a big repeal for Jared Goff with the way he's been playing and his little decline that he's had. Um, and now we have, um, you know, the Colts acquiring Carson Wentz after his little decline and possibly, um, you know, putting him in a situation that can elevate him right back to the level that we all know Carson Wentz is able and capable of playing yet. So, I think this is a great move by the Colts, and I'm I'm very very excited to see, um, you know how it all pans out at the end of the day. But moving on into some NBA news, uh, some Wednesday night action in the lead saw the Hawks um, and Trey Young um, move the Celtics down to a 500 record at 14 and 14 with a win, 122 to 114. Trey Young. With 40 points, 8 assists, 4 threes. Uh, Clint Capella added a double-double tri- a with 24 points and 13 rebounds. Um, and yeah, this this Boston team uh, just was not uh, able to capitalize on Jason Tatum's 35 points, 6 assists, and 6 rebounds. And um, J- uh, what's it called? Jalen Brown's 22-7-3. As, like I said, they do fall to 500s. Um, you know, Danny Ainge came out and said that, uh, the current state of this Celtics team is just simply not good enough to win a championship. Um, and he puts the blame on himself, uh, saying that it's his job to create the best roster possible. And obviously he did, he did not do that if they are 14 and 14 right now. Um, you know, of course, you have to, like I've mentioned before, consider the fact that, you know, the Celtics were one of those teams that were in the bubble for a long time. So they did experience uh, the shortest offseason um, in league history, in sporting history, uh, more than some of these other teams that maybe didn't go to the bubble, maybe were eliminated from the bubble 
um, in the first round of the playoffs, uh, before the playoffs. Uh, so, yeah, they're still trying to find their groove. Kemba's still trying to get back healthy. Um, I, I just I, I feel like um, it's not really quite time to panic yet as a Celtics fan, but uh, you cannot be pleased with what you are seeing from this team as there's just simply too much talent uh, on the roster with experience now, you know, the, the Celtics, um, you know, used to trying to be able to say they're young and for the most part, yeah, they are still young, but they do have that experience, you know, they, you know, they're about three, four years in, um, you know, Kemba was, seems like a better addition to this team and this young core than Kyrie was. Um, you can, you could instantly tell the camaraderie was back once he came and kind of replace Tyree. Um, but we'll see. We will really see uh, how this Celtics team, excuse me, pans out for the rest of the year. I have no doubt that they'll be able to figure this out. I, I really expect them to, you know, be in that playoff picture, um, you know, with, with these uh, top four teams in the East of the 76ers, the Celtics, um, the Nets, of, of course, uh, you know, I, I just don't really see a reason as to why uh, they're not there at the end of the day. And they're not pushing for that NBA Finals appearance, that number 18 title that they've been looking for uh, since 2009. So we'll, we will see what happens with the Celtics. Um, but some other games, of course, uh, the Bulls rented up, were, were able to hold off the Pistons, 105 to 102. Um the Pacers were able to beat the Timberwolves 134 to 128 in overtime. Wizards able to hold off the Nuggets um, on on Davis uh, Burton's nine threes and 35 uh, point career high 130 to 128. Um, this Magic team was able to beat this Red Hot Knicks uh, 107-89 on Terrence Ross's 30. Um, the Grizzlies were able to hold off the Thunder, 122 to 113. And then, you know, we see Dame Dalla become the first player to ever reach 43 points and 16 assists in a single game as the Blazers were able to um, hold on against the Pelicans, 126 to 124. Um, the 76ers... Uh, as well, able to hold off the Rockets 118 to 113. Uh, still in that uh, number one seed in the East. Uh, Joel Embiid with a uh, near 30 point triple double, 31 points, 11 rebounds, nine assists. Um, Tobias Harris still playing at a high level um, this season, 24 points, 15 rebounds. And then Seth Curry, um, what an asset that he has been for the 76ers club 25 points and five assists. Um, you know, this 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 uh, 76ers team is looking good. They're making a strong case for why they are the number one seed in the East at the moment. Of course, we have to always consider the that the Nets are uh, in the East. But at the same time, the way the 76ers are playing, there's no reason as to say they can't push this Nets. If this is the possible Eastern Conference Finals, they can't push this Nets team um, and possibly, you know, get out of it alive and in the finals but we will see um but yeah um of course the last game of the night however was this jazz team finding 
another and more ways to win as they beat the Clippers. 114 to 96. They moved to 24 and 5, have now won 20 of their last 21 games, 18 of those being by double digits. Uh, Rudy Gobert was probably the MVP of this one with 23 points and 20 rebounds. Donovan Mitchell added 24, 7, and 7. Uh, Jordan Clarkson with 18, 4, and 3 off the bench. Man, oh, man, this Jazz team is just playing with so much confidence, so much swagger. Uh, and it was just too much for this Clippers team to handle as the leading scorer was Lou Williams with 16 points. Uh, Reggie Jackson added 15. Um, but, of course, Kawhi and Paul George did not play in this one, so it's not really... You know, it's it. You can, of you know, it's a game. It still counts on your record and everything. I'm not saying that, but you know, they didn't play with their two best players. They didn't play with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So I don't really, um, you know, this isn't. I wouldn't say uh, a real matchup between this Jazz and Clippers. Uh, if this were to be a potential playoff matchup, um, but yeah, I've, and um, I'd say the um, strangest game of Wednesday night was this Warriors team somehow winning against this Miami Heat team 120 to 112 in overtime um you know a game that saw Steph Curry completely cold from three-point land and make two threes to, in overtime to put a cap on it to prove why he's the best shooter in the league uh best shooter possibly ever as um he responds to his four for 20 nights with hitting two of those four in the final minutes of overtime. Uh, he ended up finishing with 25 points, 11 rebounds, and seven re 11 assists, and seven rebounds. And then Andrew Riggins, Kelly O'Bray, and Kent Bazemore all adding 20-plus points to this one. Um, you know, it, it was remarkable that this Warriors team went, won, like I said, because they did not lead the game at any single point during the regular, um, during the, uh, what's it called? Just regular time uh, prior to overtime as they were losing for the most part. I would say definitely getting their ass kicked. I actually ended up turning it off and then I get an alert on my ESPN app that the game has gone into overtime and that's when I turned it back on and I saw, you know, Steph Curry put a dagger in the Heat's hearts, um, you know, just being too clutch, hitting a shot with about 115 left and then hitting uh, hit, hit this shots uh, to put him up by six with 20 seconds left. Um, but, yeah, you know, Jimmy Butler, of course, though, in the in the loss still became the first player in Heat history to have a triple double in consecutive games. Um, he's also the first, um, player. Oh yeah. He's also now sits, um, he's also, he's also second in franchise history. Um, only tying with Dwayne, tying with Dwayne Wade as, uh, his sits career triple, triple double with the heats in, uh, his first two years, um, puts him in that position. I said that kind of weird, but I'm sorry. It's fine. But Jimmy Butler's good. That's all you have to know. Um, but somehow they still were not able to pull off this one, unfortunately. But still does not take away from uh, just the dominance and brilliance that Jimmy Butler continues to display since returning from his injury. Um, but, yeah, Steph Curry proves once again why 
Um, you got to give him the ball at any at any point of the game, regardless of how cold he was or uh, still is. You know, it's if if the game's on the line, you want the ball in Steph's hands, and he showed us again why that is the case. But Thursday night, Thursday night's action didn't have as many games; only had three. Of course, this started with the Raptors completely dominating this Bucks team, one ten to ninety six. Uh, this puts the Butts losing streak at five now um, as Norman Powell had a career game, 29 points, four rebounds, and three assists. Uh, Siakam added 27 sits and five. Um, you know, just too much to handle for this Butts team. Of course, they're still playing without Drew Holiday, uh, for, but uh, Giannis only finished with 23 points, 12 rebounds, and eight assists. Um, you know, you have the rest of their starting five finishing in double figures, but not, you know, not much to help off the bench as only 23 points total came from their bench. Um, another team like the Celtics that I don't really necessarily think it's time to panic per se, but, um, something does definitely need to pick up the intensity, the want and desire to win these games needs to pick up. Um, as it is a regular season that is shorter than before by 10 games. Um, you know, I'm sure this all-star break being the week that it is will will definitely help, um, you know. But we will uh, see how it all pans out for this Butts team. Um, you know, when you have Giannis, the freak on your team, there's just... There's no denying the fact that you should be in playoff contention, that you will be in that uh, conversation. But um, as the issue has continued to be, who else uh, can step up when it truly matters for this Butts team to help uh, this the Greek freak out um, in these pivotal moments of playoff games, um, of even regular season games? You know, I, I, I just... When I was watching this game last night, it was really just, it was just kind of annoying to watch it for Giannis's point. I know he hasn't been playing his best basketball, but it's just like, who else is there? You know, why did he sign this five-year extension? To be honest, you know, why? Like, <coughs> excuse me, why? Why did he do that? I understand the loyalty and the commitment to Milwaukee, but it, the, you know, if if you want to win, you know, and and the only acquiree that you had was drew holiday and you had to give up the compensation that they did for him it's just tough and i i really hope that the butts figure it out for Giannis's case because he's so such a dominant player and he deserves um everything that's uh he's been given obviously um the consecutive uh mvp award um winner um now going into his I want to say seventh seventh year in the league still extremely young um you know I, I think that the butts have plenty of time to figure it out before um, his contracts uh, but at the at the end of the day you know it's gonna have to be soon or Giannis is gonna just get he's gonna get fed up at some point I wouldn't be surprised if he Ops out. I don't know if it's at the end of his third year or only at the end of his fourth, um, or if he demands a trade. Because obviously, any team would be willing to pay Giannis Matt's money. That's what he deserves. 
Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, it'll definitely be interesting to see moving forward what this whole butt situation brings out of uh, their superstar of Giannis. But like I said, there were three games in action. The second game was the Heat playing in a back-to-back. Um, of course, this game was against the Kings, though. And this is where uh, we saw them take a victory this time, 118-110. to uh, Jimmy Butler and Bam are now the only pair of teammates in NBA history to each record a triple-double in the same game multiple times. And this, of course, uh, makes Jimmy Butler the first player in Heat's history to post three straight triple doubles he's not he's now in second in heat franchise history um instead of being tied with Dwayne Wade um but pretty remarkable stuff from the heats uh you know I I think with everybody healthy um of course that Warriors game was very tough I think that they'll finally be able to get their morale back from this from their finals run um they'll finally be able to um, you know, trying to start putting the pieces together in the best way possible and not necessarily just throwing guys out there that probably won't be out there in crunch time and, and bid playoff moments. Um, but it's good to see the Heat get a dub. Um, but, of course, the final game of the night, uh, probably the most anticipated matchup uh, of the night, was this uh, Nets and Lakers matchup. Coming into the game, LeBron James was 10-2 and in his career against Kyrie Irving. Um, both of those losses were only coming when Kyrie was with the Celtics. Um, he had never been outscored by Ir- Irving in their head-to-head meetings. And he had also recorded uh, more assists in nine of those 12 games. Um, and he also entered the game uh, only 15 points um, away from reaching that 35,000-point club. Um, of course, that is set. I mean, not second, third all time, only behind Carl Malone and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, and this also comes, uh, at, you know, this was the first meeting when, uh, you know, we have the comments that were made a couple, a couple months back by Kyrie about how he, you know, this is the first time in his career where he felt like he could look down and be like that mother could make that shot too and he's talking about kevin durant and of course lebron james responded to it and said i was like damn the whole time while i was there i only wanted him to be the mvp of our league i only cared about his success and it's unfortunate that our you know time did not align but um you know this is th- there's a lot of a lot of factors coming into this matchup uh like i said um you know but the Nets really just dominated this game from the beat starts. Um, unfortunately, you know, the Lakers were not only without uh, Anthony Davis, but also without Dennis Schroeder, who was scratched about an hour before the game due to health and proto- health and safety protocols. Um, but yeah, the, this Nets team was just uh, too much for the Lakers all night, uh, getting offensive rebounds, knocking down threes. Um, you know, they went 16 for 29 from the three point line. And the Lakers went four for 20, you know, that, that, that was probably the storyline of the game, I'd say. Um, but, uh, you know, well, of course the Nets did take this one, one Oh nine to 98 before I get into any of this other stuff. Um, but the, like I said, LeBron James did pass, uh, the 35 K, uh, point club in this one as he finished, um, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did finish with uh in the in that, and then he also is now the only player in NBA history to be a part of the 35k point club, 9k assists, and 9k rebounds club. Um, and the fact that you know when is this man going to stop? When is he going to, you know, hang him up? I you know the way he's playing at the moment. Uh, it's tough to tell when he is going to be able to. So for him to already be in a category of his own with 35,000 points, 9,000 assists, 9,000 rebounds, it's remarkable to imagine where those numbers will be when he ends up hanging them up and uh, just the level or, you know, the, the club that he'll be able to kind of create for himself as the LeBron club. You know, will anybody ever reach the numbers that he reaches? I mean, um, you know, if LeBron does stay healthy and he averages 25 points per game moving forward, then he is on pace to beat Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's records of, of career points um, in about 130 games, you know, which is only about a season and a half to two seasons. And if you have, you know, if you have been watching any basketball this year, you can clearly see that that is more than possible for LeBron to do um, to, you know, of course, he did sign that three-year extension with the Lakers this offseason. Um, so, yeah, you know, we will see how it will be. But I will, I could put money on the fact that LeBron James will be the all-time leading scorer by the time he is uh, hanging, up his, hanging up his shoes. And I can guarantee that he will be in so many clubs of his own, so many just so many historic uh you know stats and numbers that have yet to even be reached you know it's going to be remarkable to see but um of course in this one uh the nets you know just completely dominated it was just obvious the lakers needed needed Dennis Schroeder needed Anthony Davis but uh Kyrie Irving after the game said we'll see them down the line again and we look forward to it with the whole entire healthy lakers team that's what we really wanted and i know everybody wants that um, of course, these two are still kind of, I'd say, still the favorites to, you know, meet in the NBA Finals. Uh, but without AD and without Dennis Schroeder, you could see how easily exposed this Lakers team was. And um, with the firepower the Nets have, regardless of if James Harden's on the floor only, if James and Kyrie are on the floor, if all three of them with KD are on the floor, you can just obviously see this offensive explosiveness that the Nets have. Um, that is just tough to stop. So, you know, we, we, we pray and hope that the next time that we are in a situation that truly matters, um, you know, games against the Clippers, the Nets, the Jazz, uh, you know, the 76ers, we have everybody healthy and ready to go because those are the games that, you know, have that playoff atmosphere, have that, you know, like morale boost for when you do see those guys in the playoffs. Um, you know, you already know you can get them. So we'll see. Um, but of course, uh, you know, it's just an it's eight time. But after the game, Frank Vogel actually said that Anthony Davis was reevaluated last night and they did confirm that it is still a calf strain. And the Lakers are now um, st now saying that he will be out for four weeks. Um, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough without Anthony Davis. But there's still so much talent on this team and roster to you know, not be able to come away with victories. Of course, last night, you know, you're playing against 
arguably the best team in the NBA, so I'm not too concerned. Obviously, if we, you know, got blown out like that against, you know, the the Timberwolves, I know the Timberwolves uh, played as well, but if we were playing like that against, you know, some of this, some of these other teams that are just the bottom barrel of the league, uh, that's kind of going to be a reason to panic. But at the end of the day, we still only lost by 11 points. Um, and we just didn't have two of our, you know, we didn't have our starting point guard or starting power forward. So uh, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, this uh, this NBA standings uh, is now a little shaking up after the after these losses and wins as the Jazz are now 24-5, and five, still at first in the lead. But, and then the Lakers and Clippers still following in second and third. Um, the Clippers only a game behind the Lakers. And the Lakers about uh, two and a half games behind the Jazz. Uh, and then that's followed by Portland at 18 and 10, then the Suns at 17 and 10, and then the Spurs at 16 and 11. The Warriors and the Nuggets are in that seven and eight spot. And then of course in the East you have the 76ers at 19 and 10 and first, and then that's followed by the Nets at 19 and 12. The Butts who have now lost five straight, like I said, at 16 and 13, and then the Pacers, Celtics, and Raptors follow those in the four, five, and six seeds. Um, it'll be interesting to see how everything plays out before All-Star Weekend as, of course, uh, the captains were actually announced last night as uh, it'll be Team LeBron and Team Durant for this NBA All-Star uh, 2021 um, game. Um, the starters for Team LeBron's team, or, yeah, yeah, first Team LeBron is going to be Kawhi Leonard, of course, his fifth time in the, in the All-Star game. Uh, the Joker, his third appearance. Steph Curry, uh, seven-time All-Star, and... In a fan vote that was decided be because there was a tie between Luca and Dame Dollar, Luca will be an MB will be a starter on the Bronze team. Um, you know that was probably the biggest controversy of the night, as um, you know this it did come up to this fan and he did pick Luca. But if you look at the numbers, if you look at some of these others, you know for player votes, Dame had 131 to be a starter. Luca had 58. The media, Dame had 64. The media had 30. Uh, of course, Luca had him in the fan vote, though, with 3.3 million and Dame with 2.8 million. That is the reason why there had to be a tiebreaker pick. Um, and of course, Damian Lillard's season has just been phenomenal. And playing at the level he has been without some of his key uh, guys on his Blazers team, excuse me, keeping them afloat still. You know, averaging 29.8 points per game, 4.4 rebounds, 7 assists, 45% from the field, 38% from three. It's unfortunate that Damian Lillard is not going to be a starter uh, for Team LeBron, but at the same time, he will be in the All-Star game. Um, he's not going to be completely snubbed from this, so he'll probably be the first guy pits in his... I think they're going to do the draft, I'm assuming, for reserves uh, this year. Um, but there's just no doubt in my mind that um, that he's he's gonna be probably the first guy picked in that in that whole draft process between uh, LeBron and KD. But uh, the starters for Kevin Durant's uh, East team it's gonna be Bradley Beal, uh, Giannis. Well, Bradley Beal's third appearance, Giannis is fifth appearance, Joel Embiid's fourth appearance, and Kyrie Irving, his uh, point guard or now his shooting guard, his seventh seventh appearance. Um, but yeah, that, I think it, I think these uh, these these ten guys definitely deserving of their spots in the starters. Of course, Damian Lillard should be on there, but Luca is, um, you know, it's it's not 
like you know you're you're substituting uh, not Kyrie. You're not substituting Damian Lillard with some with some bum. Luca is still a great phenomenal player. Um, I think that's probably the only player that would be justified for the fan to pick. Um, but you know another another history uh, another record broken for LeBron as he is the first player in NBA history to um, to have se- seventeen straight NBA All Star um, starts. And he has now been the captain for all all-star games under this new format as that started in 2018 when he was with Cleveland and then um, in the three years um, that he has now been with the Lakers. He has been an all-star captain um, with this new format, like I said, that they created back then. Um, you know, just more history for the for the King, but I think that'll do it for today. Um, like I said, I hope you all are having a great Friday and I hope you all finish your week strong and have a great restful weekend. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that there's no football still, but there's still plenty of good games to be watched. Uh, WandaVision came on tonight or yesterday, so I am excited to watch that. Uh, plenty of content, um, that's, is just, you know, ready to be consumed. So I'm sure you all will have a great weekend binging everything, watching the Lakers, uh, watching whatever your favorite team is. But, yeah, like always, this has been Gino Spirito. I hope you all enjoyed. And like I said, have a great weekend. Thank you so much.